I've done, I've done, I've done every drug I think besides meth. You know, I wouldn't. I have enough issues. I don't need to pick that up. This is episode 349 of the Anarchist News Podcast. The Digest and or conversations on anarchist activity ideas and comments from the previous week on anarchistnews.org. This is for the week of January 20th through January 27th, 2024, and we will not always be talking this fast. We will slow down. What's new this week? What happened to David Graeber from Los Angeles Review of Books by Crispin Sartwell, who is damned by Anon for being a racist and might well be one. Here, however, he is reflecting on what he describes as Graeber's drift to liberalism over the course of his writing. Sartwell starts by extolling the virtues of Graeber's early works and ends by refuting and rejecting Graeber's points in two books, On Kings and Dawn of Everything. He quotes from Dawn of Everything, passages on equality and the state as being simplistic understandings of how things work, and reads this as Graeber moving away from anarchism into liberalism. Sartwell cites some compelling facts, like that Graeber was supporting political figures in the UK right before he died. As someone who is irritated by Graeber for my own reasons, but hasn't read many of his books, I started out this piece wanting to be convinced. Then I was irritated by Sartwell's dismissal of something that might have been Graeber's more sophisticated approach, but was then reluctantly convinced by Sartwell's argument, pending more research that I won't do because I don't care very much. A story as old as time. How old is time? Time is as old as me. Oh. That could be anything. Exactly! We don't know. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Call for participation. Balkan Anarchist Book Fair 2024. From the Balkan Anarchist Book Fair at bab2024.esbivblogs.net. Here we are reminded that things are getting worse all over the world without even ever mentioning environmental disasters, and so we must come to this book fair and organize internationally. Using global crisis as a marketing tool? No, that's me being too cynical. But, you know, leftists. But I'm sure there'll be some cool people at the BAB. Maybe someone cool enough to tell us some of what happens. The No State Solution, a dialogue with Palestinian sociologist Bamia and Yuri Gordon from Kamas Books and Infoshop, which is a Canadian bookstore that Alan Antliff is a part of. This could be a really interesting conversation in which two anarchists with deep knowledge of the issue talk about a different way than the binary option, which is the only one acknowledged in the media. Neither of the two speakers are identified here as anarchists, but of course Yuri is known, and perhaps Bamya is similarly hidden here as a way to broaden the conversation? Or maybe Bamya is not an anarchist and this will be a different kind of interesting. Anyway, hoping someone is listening and lets us know what happens. I had house guests and couldn't make it. In other words, I have three solid arguments for Texas presented to me, and that was excellent and disorienting. Oh dear. Support anarchist prisoner Yevon Karakashev from Ukraine. From an email from Anon, introducing a new project called Chorny Kivit, an anarchist prisoner from Crimea in need of support as he's getting out of prison. 
Quote, in our opinion, it was Yevon's political beliefs and actions that led to his persecution. In 2022, the Russian authorities tried to bring Yevon to administrative responsibility for discrediting the Russian armed forces, and recently he was sentenced to eight years of administrative supervision. This means a ban on leaving his home from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., external oversights, and mandatory visits to the police twice a month. Unquote. There is a link to the new project, an email if you want more information, and a request to spread the word. Toward an Australian anarchist federation from non-state actor. This is another funny anarcho-syndicalist post, if not quite as good as last week's. It starts by talking about how many previous attempts at federating in Australia there have been, points out that they arose in times of some optimism, mentions how things are terrible now, and then moves on to, so we should start a federation? So I guess only people who don't care about optimism need apply. Anyway, then it moves to arguing against wide diversity in a single organization and for quote-unquote internal coherence. Which, you know, if you're going to syndicate, then yeah, that probably makes more sense, as, as far as it goes. Rage politics. Arm the skater boys. From Slingshot by Lola. From the context of the continuing fight for People's Park, this is a new version of the article, Your Politics Are Boring as Fuck, from a Skater Punk. Quote, I'm making generalizations here, but I do think this phenomenon, the depolitization of punk slash alt slash skater antics, or in other words, the chaos that ensues when people hang out on the streets, highlights a crucial flaw in our current protest methods. The flaw, put plainly, is that these protests are boring and predictable. And if you don't feel called to chant, whose streets? Our streets. Yeah. You feel called right there. I can I I feel it. It's happening as we speak. Then nothing is going to come from your chant. If you don't feel called to march down the street holding a cardboard sign, then no good will come from your cardboard sign. On the other hand, what if instead of using protest as a means to an end, you seize the means themselves, acting in accordance with what brings you pleasure, excitement, and peace? Unquote. Argues for spontaneity, chaos, diversity of approaches, and acting on rage. Yay for A-news! Giving us whiplash going from anarcho-syndicalist to celebrating the anti-political. And yay for a good article from Slingshot. Nice. That was Rage Politics. UK Civilization is a Cancer from Dark Nights, a letter from Toby Schoen. Schoen talks about the abysmal healthcare he's been receiving around tumor markers, reinforces how important it is to have support people on the outside who are capable of harassing doctors, making timely follow-up calls, and generally doing the advocacy required by these lovely first world health systems. Quote, the last time the despicable cowards of the prison service zip-tied my hands before I was placed in the coffin of the MRI scanner, an indignity that I will not accept again, even at risk of my health. Prisoners die each day, chained to their hospice beds, watched by bastards with keys and batons. Prison is an abomination, and the only future we are fighting for is one in which they are destroyed forever. I will live and die in the way I choose. Unquote. Billboards, geofencing campaigns in search of anarchists against training center. From RoughDraftAtlanta.com. Rough Draft Atlanta is, quote, Metro Atlanta's leading hyperlocal media organization, unquote. In other words, mainstream media. But perhaps not as corporate as some? Question mark? Anyway, this announces a campaign by Atlanta cops to get people to turn in their friends and neighbors because they did something wrong. I mean to give information on anarchists who are against Cop City. Good news for anyone who needed more to be paranoid about. 
Quote, yep. Shirebaum said at a Wednesday morning press conference that more than 450 billboards will go up this week in Atlanta and other major cities, including Miami, Nashville, and New York. The billboards will advertise rewards of up to $200,000 announced last month for information in finding arson suspects protesting the training center, also known as Cop City. Unquote. Again, anarchists in scare quotes. Why is anarchist in scare quotes? Jeez. Because it's scary. Ah, it's like a Frankenstein. Look at that meta. That's some meta shit right there. Frankenstein in quotes. Okay, okay, moving on. You're really trying to distract me. Information to know before arriving at NNPACF 2024 from org. This is a bare-bones schedule information, also a warning that the organizers have been reading Warzone, or Warzone has been reading the organizers. Anyway, yay, dangerous space, except they modify it to be even more confusing, maybe? Quote, the NNPACFA is part of dangerous and antagonistic spaces towards power. So rather than being a safe space, it is a space that will not allow any transgressive attitude that is not directed against power, unquote. Obviously, anyone at an anarchist gathering will have a story about how what they're doing is against power, so I'm curious how those decisions will happen. Report back monster is opening wide in preparation. Oh, also drug-free and vegan. Fires investigated at location for North Portland Mass Homeless Camping Site. More mainstream news. This time from KGW Channel 8, I guess, in Portland, Oregon. Complete with a quotation from an unsympathetic neighbor who wants houseless people to be in one tidy, controlled area. It's true that perhaps messaging around this arson has been a bit unclear, or maybe it's just not getting reported on. Color me shocked. Quote, in an online blog and anarchist platform called Rose City Counterinfo, an anonymous post published on Friday admits to the arson and condemns the city's plans for the site. Another post claims responsibility for torching Commissioner Rene Gonzalez's car outside his home earlier this month. Portland police told KGW they are aware of the posts. <laughs> Unquote. Sabotage. Nails driven into tree trunks at future Quebec EV battery plant site. And another mainstream article, this one from the Financial Post. This one gets a friendlier slant as far as that goes. Quote, an anonymous group claimed responsibility on an anarchist website saying the motive for their sabotage was to protest a mega project they say will destroy woods and wetlands and perpetuate car culture. Writing on website Montreal Counter Information, they said putting the steel bars and nails in the tree trunks was an attempt to damage heavy machinery and make the forest tougher and costlier to log, unquote. If one is going to claim responsibility at all, which is a question, it's probably worthwhile to make the reasoning as clear as possible, right? I liked articles before they were mainstream. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> that took me a minute to know what the fuck you were talking about, but yeah. I, I got there. All right. Good. Yeah. Grease. I feel good. I've accomplished something this morning. That's it. We're done for the day, everybody. Yep. See you later, Accomplishment all. Accomplishment over. Grease. Thanos firm steps to the end. From Dark Knights. Denied on his first application for suspension. This imprisoned member of the Anarchist Action Organization writes poetry, ending with, quote, with an inert conscience and rigid pride, I serve the denial and wait, this day and the thousands of nights in its wake, without spotless moons and fixed sunsets, without dry rains and untouched winds, as many times as it takes and from the beginning. I'm defending anarchy. Unquote. Boom. 
Breaking Borders on Anarchist Solidarity with Migrants in Chicago, from its going down. A newsy article about the economic devastation in Venezuela, fueling huge numbers of refugees, and what some anarchists in Chicago are doing in response, including skill shares, occupations, information sharing and presentations, etc. There is an articulate plea for not all anarchists to disappear into the shadows, which reminded me of some arguments against a hegemonic security culture. Quote, we feel that consistent public or semi-public anarchist projects and events on a local scale are extremely important because visibility opens things up to reflection, collaboration, and metamorphosis. We don't want to see anarchist worlds retreat entirely from a public sphere of life. If everyone who is dedicated to unwavering anti-authoritarian methods of struggle is trying to be invisible, where does that leave us in our ever-unpopular struggle for a different world? We are under no delusions of authoritarian grandeur for what we might con- We are under no delusions of authoritarian grandeur that we might convert the masses, even if we wanted to. Rather, we honor the necessity of growth, death, change in the survival of any organism or ecosystem. And our experience is that anarchists, like other living things, need both the shadows and the light. This is not to say there aren't things that <clears throat> this is not to say there aren't things that must only be done in the shadows but to offer an example of a time and context in which more visibility worked for us and our goals in hopes that it might inspire others to take similar risks our goal was and is to move away from both the general barriers of exclusivity often found within anarchism as well as our original form as a convergence of randomly submitted workshops towards becoming an effective part of the long-term social fabric of resistance in Chicago. Unquote. Colin Ward, Everyday Anarchy, the documentary, from Freedom News UK. An audio documentary on Ward and his ideas is being crowdfunded, with plans to complete it by the end of the year. Quote, in the documentary, we will hear from contemporary experts and practitioners in the many fields that Ward wrote about during his long and varied career, from allotments and architecture to planning, education, and the environment, and who are still influenced by the ideas in his books and the many articles he wrote in newspapers and journals, such as Freedom and Anarchy, unquote, etc. Connecting Anarchist Struggles from re-fuse.org. Another in the The World is Ending, So Let's Hang Out list of events. Quote, from October 31st to November 2nd, 2024, the re Congress will take place in Hamburg. We want to network, plan, and get active with you in Europe and beyond. How and with whom can we fight against climate change and capitalism? What needs to be done immediately? For what can we do preliminary work? What are our short-term goals? What are the long-term goals? Unquote. PGP key and Rise Up email address provided in case you want to make it to Hamburg for Halloween. Obituaries. I'm a Jacques Serra, 1915-2023, from La Sierra de Marseille. Back to the obituaries for hella old European people. This is a review of the things he did and groups he was a part of. Kind of bare bones, though with a couple brief quotes from him. Quote, Jaime, who worked as a hairdresser, started hanging out in the FIJL, Federacion Iberica de Juventudes Libertarias. Sorry, you had a little bit of a mumble, so I thought that I was, was integral to well, that. Well, I was trying to, yeah, okay. We'll just mumble it. We'll just mumble uh, it through it together. Quote. <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm here. Yeah. I'm somewhere. You're totally here. Quote, 
Quote, Jaime, who worked as a hairdresser, started hanging out with the FIJL, Federacion Iberica de Hueventuades. That was pretty articulate. Creative. Juventudes. 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 Libertarias. Libertarias. Anarchists. In Laredo at the age of 15. Their group numbered several hundred members at the time. He also attended evening classes at the Modern School, funded by Francisco Ferrer. 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 We had that yesterday, last week, French, two weeks ago. Spanish. And you know what? I had that thought, and I was like, God, I can't remember which one which it is. Which one it is? Ah! And I guessed French. Yeah. In 1936, he joined the Derudi column. He fought for three years on the Aragon Front in the machine gun section. A bullet went through his left arm, and as he himself says... If it had gone through my head, I wouldn't be here to tell you about it. On November 23rd, 1936, he was one of the tens of thousands who attended Derudi's funeral. Unquote. But what did he think? Audio and video. Yeah. In defense of the sacred... I'm switching them up. In defense okay. of the sacred, a conversation with Cleve and Ollie from Uncivilized Podcast with Artemis Graham Thoreau. Two and a half hours. As Artemis's introduction explains, this interview was done not much before the guest passed. And listening to the exhaustion in the guest's voice as he continues to speak out about the Diné and the land is fucking heartbreaking. While I recognize that good hosting can mean making up for the energy level of a guest, here it is a brutal juxtaposition. Makes me ponder how I would interact with people if I considered that every interaction could be my last with them before death. The world is chaotic, people. That was Uncivilized Podcast in Defense of the Sacred. Bad News, Episode 75, from aradionetwork.org. 39 minutes. Information on anti-fascists in prison in Budapest, Ruslan Siddiqui, an anarchist prisoner in Russia. Part of an interview with Yuval Dog, an anti-militarist in prison in Israel, and part of an interview with someone about the Autonomen in the 80s and 90s. The sound is clear throughout. With some ambivalence, we read the following events notices. One event is from C4SS and one anarcho-syndicalist event. But you know, go and have fun, and then tell us all about how you had so much fun. Events calendar check-in, a section of the podcast where we highlight anarchist events happening around the world. Check out anarchistnews.org slash calendar for events near you. Okay, super short roundup today. <laughs> there's more than one U in it. There's multiple U's there. And that's, there's only one. You were celebrating oh. like all the U's. Okay, two events, so let's get right into it. Coup de Gras 2024 is happening from February 9th to 15th in Mandeville, Louisiana, outside New Orleans. And the Mexico City Anarchist Book Fair is happening on February 17th. Wow, that's it! That's gotta be some type of record. Until next time, submit anarchist events at anarchitnews.calendar? Anarchit... <laughs> anarchitnews.org slash calendar. Really? <laughs> really? You're going to make the person suffer for leaving out an S. I... Who knows? That could have been correct. I don't... <laughs> oh my God. You know, I'm not... Yeah, you just... I'm, you, I'm not you have to, no brain. You're just a voice. You just... You just they, the words from the... Just come through... When people tell me things, I assume they're you telling assume me the, the truth. You assume the truth. Oh, oh my, my word. word! Oh my word. I'm not that paranoid.
I found these poetically provocative words typewritten on a piece of paper and tacked on a bulletin board at our local community space. And they really got me thinking and questioning in a topical sort of way. Harm reduction. You no longer dream. You have trapped your thoughts in the quagmire of harm reduction. You have lost today in misery. And so you dedicate all of your time to alleviation. You have forgotten joy and beauty, freedom, love and life. You have convinced yourself that they are impossible, drowned in the toxic sludge of an endless calamity, of the most mundane of everyday horrors, of the gutless excuse you call necessity, of that passionless fear that moves you to cower behind your screen, of the domination of survival that guarantees you never live, you never whirl into the wild, the Dionysian howl of the ecstatic. You play it safe, but that is no play at all. It is the cowardice of work, of vulgar self-enslavement. It is the drudgery of being relevant, of keeping down with the times. And dreams have no place in the toxic swamp of relevance. They might spark imagination, whirl you away in the magic of dew-bejeweled spiderwebs, where your heart is kissed by beauty, and the love of unchained wildness dances you beyond all boundaries here and now. And that is dangerous. It may cause harm to tender hearts who've learned it to fear, all who dare to whirl beyond necessity, beyond the chains of even the worst traumas, beyond the self-enslavement of endlessly playing the victim. So you keep your heart small and hope this keeps it safe. But there is no safe. You have given up the radiance of your life for a delusion. And this is why we free spirits will never cease to fly upon the stormiest winds, where we find such dangerous beauty dancing with a mad chaotic joy. And this is our untrammeled freedom, our boundless, unchainable love. This is the wild and never-owned treasure that I and my kindred uniques call life. So the topic of the week that I propose is this. What is anarchistic about harm reduction? Who does it help? What does it perpetuate? What does it actually reduce? Where does it end? What is the point? Why? Podcast is sound edited by Octox. The What's New is written by Chisel with calendar help from Meatspace and read by Chisel and Luke. That's a reference someone will get. Okay, as long as someone gets it. We hope this podcast hope. is useful too and fun for anarchists and the anarcho curious. <laughs>